Welcome to the Uncall Room, Grey's Anatomy Podcast. I'm Abby. I'm Bree. It's a beautiful, beautiful day, day to podcast. podcast. The musical episode. This is the biggest moment of our lives. We have been building towards this episode for over two years. And it's finally here. Yeah. Um, song Beneath a Song, season seven, episode 18. It changed television. It, it changed, changed our lives. It really did. Um, it's the reason why we started this podcast. 100%. First of all, if this is your first time listening, we're a Grey's Anatomy podcast that deep dives every single episode of Grey's starting in season one, episode one. We're currently in episode or season seven. Uh, you can find out more about us by going to patreon.com slash the on call room where you can support us and get some really cool benefits. And you can also follow us on Instagram um, at the on call room pod. So make sure you check those out and follow along with us. But we are going to jump right in because because this is just a lot. We have a lot of content. Yeah, so on this day. Let's we're going to we're going to share with you some like history of how and why this happened. Mm-hmm. Um Brie and I were both going to bounce it back. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm too excited. Yeah. Bounce back and forth on this and then we'll give our thoughts on it too. Yeah. Just to dive in. So again, song beneath a song. Do you All start? Right. Sure. Okay. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about the concept yes. of this episode. So according to Shonda Rhimes, she already wanted to do a musical episode since the third day of filming the pilot episode, explaining she loves musicals and got inspired by the musical episode of the series Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She mentioned this desire to Betsy Beers, who just nodded at the time. <laughs> Which is what I would have done too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. As to why it took seven seasons to actually get to it, Rhymes given multiple reasons, stating it was much more complicated. She mentions she was too busy telling other stories at Seattle Grace and creating private practice. And she was raising her kid and the network was against it. And most important of all, she had no idea how they'd do it. So she forgot about her idea until the fourth season of the show. That was the season during which the Writers Guild of America went on strike. That got Shonda to take part in protesting and to worry about the crews of her shows. To raise money for the crews, a benefit concert with people from Grey's Anatomy and private practice was organized. Shonda stood backstage at the concert and she got amazed by the musical talent of her cast, Audra McDonald's and Sarah Ramirez in particular. Later on, she was discovered that Kyler Lee, who didn't know it herself, Kevin McKidd, who knew it but humbly (laughs) chose to not reveal it, Chandra Wilson, who's usually too nervous to sing, and Justin Chambers are talented singers as well. Upon discovering all this talent, the idea of doing a musical episode got back in her head, but they didn't do it for another two seasons. At the beginning of season seven, as she said to the other writers, that Callie should get pregnant with Mark's baby and that it should be complicated and horrible and upsetting Arizona, she suddenly realized what the musical episode should be about. She then started to beg the studio and the network people. They all politely declined. So Shonda organized a concert where she dragged all the studio and network executives to. They had an amazing band and Chandra, Sarah, and Kevin as the evening's vocal talents. Amazed by the actors' talents, the people said yes. Wow. Rehearsals started a full four months before they filmed, something they had never done before. As usual, preps takes eight, or as usual, preps take eight days. Sarah Ramirez was the one who pitched that they should sing the songs that the show had made famous. The crew went all in and took the leap, and all of the cast came together to do it right like a family. The result has made the entire cast and crew incredibly proud of their accomplishments. (sighs) Do you remember the first time you saw it? You know, I can't. I don't either. I really don't. I remember being really, I no, I don't even remember. Because I want to say I remember being shocked. 
but right. I don't I don't yeah. remember anything. And we've seen it so many times. Yeah. Now. I think I blacked out the first time I saw it. Yeah. Do you have any overall thoughts about it before we dive in a little bit? Having watched it again today, mm-hmm. overall it is a ridiculous concept. <laughs> um, but I will say that there are some little moments, little glimmers that are that give me some GGBs. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I think still, had it not had music, it would have been a much more powerful episode. Totally agree. Because it was just, it had some really incredible parts. But I feel like the more you watch it, you get less, like, taken aback by the music part. Because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm not shocked anymore. Like, I know this is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this time viewing it was probably the time I enjoyed it the most. Yeah, I would agree. And I don't know if that's just because I knew I was going to have to talk about it or. And we were really, Yeah. And I would say this time watching it was the most emotional I've been watching it. Yeah. I'm not sure if that is on spectrum with my hormones. <laughs> Probably. Or if it's just a really emotional episode. Yeah. Um, so, But what were you going to say? Oh, no. Nothing. Oh, okay. I, I, I still think like it shouldn't have happened, but no. it did. And I'm here to appreciate it for what it is at this moment in time. I think that's what we're here to do today. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it happened. <laughs> And so we have to discuss this. We can't skip over this episode. Right. And so we're just going to deep dive it. Yeah. So we're going to think of it as a mixtape, mm-hmm. um, which you can buy the album. Wow. The, yeah. So like, if you really want to do that, you can. Um, but we're going to go through it by track. And throughout each track, we're going we're gonna to give you our thoughts on like what happened in the scenes. And then also you'll hear after ours are some actual thoughts from listeners. You guys have been submitting stuff for the past few weeks and it's really funny, really great. There's some um, actual like musical things happening throughout. Um, yeah, we have a lot planned for you today. Yeah. It's so really- buckle up, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. The musical episode. And to start out, we are going to, we think that the person that describes this episode best is our leading lady herself, Meredith Gray. So we're just going to let her start. And then we have a guest reading the monologue. So we'll go right from into there and then we'll jump right in. Sounds good. I mean, is there a reason for this? Because if you can think of a reason, any reason at all, why the universe is so screwed up and random and mean, now would be an amazingly good time to tell me because I really need some answers. The brain is the human body's most mysterious organ. It learns, it changes, it adapts. It tells us what we see what we hear. It lets us feel love. I think it holds our soul. But no matter how much research we do, no one can really say how all the delicate gray matter inside our skull works. And when it's hurt, when the human brain is traumatized, well, that's when it gets even more mysterious. Nobody knows where it might end up. Nobody knows. Okay, first notes. I said, oh God, Callie has been ejected from the car. (laughs) I said, this could have been such a good episode. The opening scene is amazing. It is great. Just to continue on with a couple more notes before we get into music, I say, there she is. (laughs) She's gonna sing. Yeah. Well, also, like... 
I think it's important too, for the purpose of this episode today, we are going to call singing Callie spirit, spirit Callie. Callie. <laughs> yeah, there's there's human Callie, Callie and, and spirit. Right. Um, I also wrote that is so scary seeing yourself as crazy. Like, I feel like the fear on Callie's face isn't because she was ejected from a car, but because it starts at the ground up and zooms up 100%. to- 100%. Yeah, like what if you saw yourself standing there? Also, and then you started singing, singing to, to yourself. yourself. Do you think, okay, two questions. Do you think human Callie can see spirit Callie? I think yes. Okay. 100% yes. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, but especially like when they she grabs her by the ankles and touches her. Like, yeah. I think there's a connection. Yes. Second of all. Well, spirit Callie is human Callie. <laughs> right. Do you think it's separated from her body trying to get back? That's where I'm confused. <laughs> I think maybe. I think that there's still life in human Callie. Right. But the spirit is... Um, Moving or about the hospital. <laughs> right. do, you think, do you think Spirit Callie is different than Ghost Denny? That's a bit. That now we're getting into some some really deep. Um, I think it's important to have a grasp on what Spirit Callie is. Yeah, um, is she like astro projecting? Like, do you think she's like, like kind of, astroplaning? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Like her human body's not dead yet, but her spirit could go either way. Like her spirit could go towards the light or right. it could sink back into human. Yes. Um, yeah, I think she's in- uh, In between, purgatory. Like kind sort of, of, not even quite, because pur- you're dead in purgatory. Right, right. But she's in maybe where Meredith was when she was drowning. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not dead yet. Yeah, but I'm, I could- I could be. be dead soon. <laughs> okay, perfect. I love that. Also, do you think your spirit would sing to you? Or would it, like, what? what's its tone of voice that it would use to talk to you? That's a great question. I would hope it wouldn't because I would think that I was possessed by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I... Plus, I can't sing, so I would be like, why, why are <laughs> you... You just would play the flute. <laughs> why are you trying this now? Mine would probably yell at me. Yeah. Get your fucking ass up. Abby. Mine would probably just cry with me. Yeah, I get that. Just yeah. cry. Um, I, okay, some other notes before that we even get to music is, um, well, she says one line and then the screen goes white. It's mm-hmm. like the, um, but Mare has to be the one to tell Mark, which sucks. Mark is in surgery and he just rocked his surgery, jaw some broken mandible. in five places. Yep, yep. And he... Finds out, and Chief says he needs to sit this one out. That's all Chief says this episode to different people at different times. Get out. Can you imagine the read-through, and then Chief is just like, shut up, sit down, against Against the wall. wall. No moving, no talking. Like That's literally all he says. I mean, he's good at it, but that's all he says. Yes. Um, Yeah, to Teddy, too. Stand back. That's literally all he says. Um, And the last line that is said before we enter into musical realness is, and it's Callie through garbly blood mouth, goes, Calliope means music. That's what she says. Is that what was said? That's what was typed on the subtitles. Interesting, because I said, what about music, Callie? Question mark. I, I wasn't She says, it. Calliope means music. Now, does it mean music? I think so. Like in a, would it be a, not Italian there. Calliope what does meaning? Calliope mean? It's a keyboard instrument resembling an organ. Okay, so it has so, to do with music. Yeah, she was like, doesn't mean music. Calliope but. means a keyboard, which means music. <laughs> um, yeah, so she leads us in. Human Callie. Oh, actually, with a name literally meaning beautiful. Wow, in a beautiful voiced. Okay. That's very interesting. Do you think that 
Sean Shonda was planning this all along. <laughs> right. Is she like J.K. Rowling and everything has meaning? I... Close. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I don't think so either. Also... Um, well, because she wanted to do... We just learned in the concept of this. She, she has been wanting since to the do... the pilot. Yeah. And Callie wasn't in the pilot yet. So. Right. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, maybe she always knew that if she were to do a musical, musical episode, she would want to do it starring this character. Agreed. Wow. Also, that's the last thing we hear from human Callie until the very end. Till the very end. And so. then everything else we hear from spirit Callie right. is in song form. <laughs> yes, she only speaks in song form. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, we're going to get into track one. Like I said, you're going to hear some other people's voices and just stay tuned. Regarding the Grey's Anatomy musical episode, it's ridiculous. It's goofy. Uh, Parts of it are downright uncomfortable and awkward, and yet, goddammit, I love the fuck out of it anyways. Uh, And some of those people can really sing, and some of those people can't. But... Yeah, this is JD saying, again, the musical episode is great, and I don't mind being one of the only three or four fans in the world who actually like it. Hi, this is Erin. I'm from Virginia. So a little background to explain my musical episode experience. I watched the first several episodes of Grey's when they came out and then lost track of it and was totally off my radar for a while. So when they added it to Netflix, I binged it. One night, I'm watching, and Callie starts singing. I was surprised, but like, okay, she hit her head, you know, whatever. Then Owen starts singing, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I paused it and Googled, did Grays do a musical episode? And found out that yes, this is the entire musical episode, and no, people didn't really like it. So then I turned it back on and watched like you're watching a car accident. Well, literally because they're in a car accident. But then it became like, who else is going to sing next? Who else is going to sing next? And I was just fascinated and kept wondering, how did they get all of these actors to agree to this? I just didn't know what to think and I couldn't believe that they did it. So now when I rewatch, I do still watch it because some of the emotional beats in the episode are so moving that I think if they had done it as a regular episode with no one randomly breaking into song, it would have been so incredibly powerful. And one of those episodes we talk about like when you just sob through the entire thing and you love it. With the singing, it just takes you out of it because you're just sitting there thinking, okay, this is weird. It was an odd decision, but they got it out of their system, so I hope they don't do it again. But I do think the actual episode is worth watching because it has some really good exchanges, like when Alex says um, she's from Seattle Grace Mercy Death, you know, that's so funny. And they have some really emotional scenes, um, like Marin Dare in the elevator and she's talking about the baby shower. Oh my gosh. But I could really do without the singing. Hi guys, this is Jess. Um, I actually think that I am maybe in the minority in that I don't have a strong opinion about the musical episode. Like, I appreciate, um, I appreciate like the thought behind it. Like, oh, music has played such a big role in the show so far, so let's actually like have the characters sing these songs. But in execution, it is just you know, kind of a shit show. 
Um, that being said, I wrote a very, very brief uh, limerick in honor of the musical episode, so uh, if I may. There once was a show called Grays that would usually leave us amazed, except for the one where they croon, though some can carry a tune. The rest got us running away. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> Track one, Chasing Cars. Abby. Yes. When you think Grey's Anatomy, what song do you think? Chasing Cars. Exactly. Also, funny thing about this song, because this is the song that plays with Izzy and Denny in the elevator, right? Yeah. Or right after he died. It's like in that episode. Um, Yesterday, I I shot a wedding and my bride, we, her and I got on an elevator. She's all dressed up. It was right before the first look. We had to take an elevator down. And she goes, I feel like Izzy in that scene. Oh, because she was all wow. dressed up. I was like, except I hope you're not, not dead good. and your husband won't be dead at the other end. Yes. But isn't that funny? Yeah. Because we, we were just, she was just waiting by the elevator door. Like Aww. it was like very like. Waiting for George to be on the other <laughs> yes. side. Then yeah. I got freaked out. So, um. Okay, so this is it when it all begins. This is when, if you've watched it for the first time, you realize that this is a musical episode. Exactly. Um, Richard is getting super. They're pushing Callie through the hallway, and he's like, "Get out of my way! Move!" <laughs> Again, his only lines. lines. There um, are seven thousand doctors pushing Callie. Yeah, let's talk about how who all is working on her. So we got everyone. Owen. Owen's chief puts Owen in charge, as he should be. Yep. Because he is head of trauma. Yep. So we got Owen. We have Teddy. Yep. Christina's working with Teddy. Yep. Then we have Bailey. Mm-hmm. Then we have Lexi. Yep. Then we have Meredith. April's in there. Did you say her? I never saw, I saw her in one scene. Okay, so April. Derek. Yep. I said Meredith. Um, Avery's in there at one point. Yep. Karev. He goes, VFIP. <laughs> Lucy. Yep. And then Addison comes in. Literally every doctor we know. That was over 10 doctors. And right. then there is, a at one point, a stunt double of Derek in there. There's a... <laughs> There's a bunch of random other doctors in there, too. Yeah. It's just like, I kept saying to Brie, like, it's insane that when a normal patient comes in, they get one of those people, and now they have, like, all of them. Like, what are the, there's no other patients in this episode, no. thankfully. It would be way too much. Um, but yeah, they're all pushing her down, and Owen sings in first, um, and he sings to Callie, and her face we don't know if she's terrified from the fact that she was just in a car accident. Or that Owen is <laughs> singing to her. <laughs> and if she finds that weird or she's just put off by Owen's <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you made a point. You said it out loud. Bailey sings the line, I need your grace. Yes. And um, and she's like praying during this song. Uh-huh. That is the part where I got really emotional. That was yeah. one of my one of my GGB moments. Because everyone's running around the ER. Yep. And they're all looking at her. Kelly's eyes are like rolling in yeah. the back of her head. She does not look good. It's very scary. And Bailey takes this very quick moment as she's singing to look up and pause and say, I need your grace. And I felt like yeah. that was very fitting for Bailey's character. Yes. Bailey would do that. Yes. Also, Bailey is going to, she's my favorite voice, I think. I think so too. Um, I think it's just like, it's a little less 
coming at you. And just like, I, also you can tell that she's done Broadway training. Like it, yes. it just sounds so comforting. Yeah. Um, I really like it. I love to, she holds Callie's hand in that moment. And one of the notes that I actually had, because I was being very open-minded to this episode, this viewing, mm-hmm. was that I do feel like that when they're singing, they're not, they aren't like the not acting. Like they're still like, like there's even a part, I'm going to give Owen a point. He's like doing stuff but and singing, but still like has the same face he normally would. Like he's not just like staring at the camera and singing. Like, yes. I don't know. And so I appreciated that it didn't really like change that. I totally agree with, in regards to most of the characters. I think later in the episode, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Callie. Yeah, about she- Spirit Callie. <laughs> Spirit Kelly was here for a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, get to that. We'll get to that. But <laughs> I and I didn't really like how Kelly was looking, how Spirit Kelly was looking at human Kelly during this song with smoldering eyes. She was like, Yeah, you know. She was having a concert. Y- yeah, like this was her moment <laughs> that she has been waiting for for her entire <laughs> life. Was to be on a musical episode yeah, and for, be the lead. Exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like she's the only one that takes me out of it. Well, and certain yes. parts of other people, but Spirit Kelly is the thing that takes me out. And also because it's like a ghost. Yes. Like, I I think that's why the other things are less crazy because they're still doing what they normally would do. I will say that what's really hard for me, especially in the OR scenes and the ER scenes and when all of these doctors are frantically working on Kelly, I feel like the music... It makes it very complicated to understand what's going on. Because right. even though they're singing, some people are still talking about like, hang one of this or whatever. Right. But so I feel like it's really, it it makes it really difficult to understand exactly what Callie's injuries yes. are and how bad things are. Yes. And I was trying to focus on the lyrics to see like how they lined up with things. Right. But then you're totally missing what the other stuff. Yeah. Which is like the medical stuff. I agree. Um Arizona's face when they when they charge, like they do the heart the paddles or whatever yeah. to Callie is really sad. She's yeah. like up against the wall. Um I didn't it made me sad. And they take her into surgery. Yes. And then there there's <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we will do that for the next song. But any other thoughts on chasing cars? Um I thought it sounded like the harmonies of Callie, Bailey, and Owen singing together. I wrote that too. I thought they were really nice. Yeah. You know? Um and I I did like the part where Chief makes people get off the elevator. Oh, yeah. He's like, there are too many people. <laughs> That's what I kept saying to Brie. I was like, how are they? There's too many of them. Yeah, and then and Chief's literally like, there's too many. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said they all run up the stairs, which was a great visual for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I, I think we'll talk about more in the episode about how Arizona and Mark are present throughout this whole experience with Callie. And kind of my thoughts on that. Okay, perfect. But first song. Oh, we have to rate it. Okay, yes. We're going to rate each song separately. Yeah. Out of 10 scalpels? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I do love the song. I liked the harmonies. Not too much outlandish yet. Oh, God. It's, I don't know where to start my rating. I know. Like, So do we have to give, like, do you think one of them, ha- we have a 10 out of 10 and we base it off of that? Otherwise, are they all going to be Well, there's low? nine songs. But I mean, like, is one of them a 10 out of 10 in our mind and we base them all off of that? Like, what's a 10 out of 10? Is there one? I don't... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We should have talked about the scale a little more beforehand. I think one of them has to probably win. Okay, perfect. And that one's going to be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. If if we can call it that. (laughs) Because I feel like I could give it, like, real life a 2. But in regards to the rest of the episode, this one would be like a 7 to me. This one's not bad. 
Okay, this one's like a seven. I would agree. Yeah. Probably around a seven. I like the sound of it also. Like, yeah, and like, it's like, it just screams Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. So, um, okay, next song. Hi, guys. Just wanted to share a memory I have of the musical episode, the iconic musical episode. I used to watch Grey's Anatomy since I was 12 or 13 with my mum in my bed on my laptop, and the musical episode came up. Uh, we pressed play, and as soon as Callie opened her mouth and started singing, my mum looked to me and said you know what, this is not for me, fill me in later. And she closed the laptop and she left the room. Um, she passed away a couple of years ago and the musical episode always makes me laugh thinking of my mum's reaction and I think that summarises it. You either are here for it or you're not. I am here for it, I think it's hilarious, iconic. Um, I'm looking forward to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you. Hey ladies, it's Kendall here calling in to discuss the most controversial episode of television ever. Um, first off, why? Who thought this was a good idea? Um, and like, were they high when they wrote it? Like, I don't, I don't know. But, um, Ghost Callie just staring and like singing, especially the intro is so creepy. Um, and then when <laughs> Callie starts crying when Owen like initially starts singing and that is like 100% a mood um, but Bailey can sing to me anytime because she's just so comforting um, yeah this episode is so strange but I think it would be better if like only the people who could like actually sing sing which is true in most of the episodes but like both like narrative has a line there and i feel like they just could have just done the people who can like actually sing and um also not owen because yeah um <laughs> but it certainly gave gives us a lot to talk about and i feel like um it will be an episode to remember um yeah all right bye And she calls me cause I'm still awake Can you help me unravel my latest mistake? I don't love him Winter just wasn't my Someone needs to keep season. an eye on Mark Boom Gray Alright, track two Breathe 2am in parentheses <laughs> <laughs> um, So before the song begins They're in the OR and everyone is everyone is in there and they're all talking over each other. And then she flicks her eyelids and Lexi is like, she's waking up. She doesn't have enough anesthesia. The anesthesia guy's like, oh, oh I can fix that. And then Owen just tells everyone to stop and breathe. Tells him to take a, a breath. breath. Yep. Um, and I wrote Owen is good on trauma. Like, yes. He seems to be the only one with a sane brain right now. Well, I thought what he said was great. Like, if you don't breathe, you're going to make a mistake, mistake. Yep. and we can't make mistakes. So everyone calm the fuck down. <laughs> yes. Pretty much is what he was saying. Yeah. And because obviously this is someone that everyone's very close to. So at, you can the you can feel the energy of panic coming out of your television mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. that scene. You sure can. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I was thankful when he reminded me to breathe. because yeah, I had been holding my breath since she was ejected from the car. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Okay, so this is like Lexi's song. Yeah, she's... Many of our listeners referred to this one as Lexi's song. Mm-hmm. And she starts off, and she, to me, sounds very auto-tuned. I didn't like it. Like, everyone no. else liked this one. I feel like she's, she, yeah, auto-tuned in some moments, like on high notes. It just also does not sound like her. No, it does not sound like her voice Because there's all. a scene where she's singing, and then she talks to someone. Yes. It doesn't sound like the same person. And this whole thing is she's searching for Mark. Yeah, she gets sent to or to check on Mark. Yep. Um, there's this cut scene of her circling around the Seattle, Seattle Grace floors emblem yeah. on the ground. <laughs> there were a lot of scenes where they did like over. Uh, what would yes. you call that? Uh, like it's not a drone, but like it's like an overhead shot. Yeah, there were a lot in this episode. Yeah, there was, you're right. There's one here with Lexi and then there's one with, with Callie, Callie later yeah. where she literally stares into your soul <laughs> from above. Um, but Spirit yes, Callie. Spirit Callie, yes. <laughs> She's looking for Mark. There's a dramatic shot from the ceiling. Uh, Chief is still telling people to get out if needed. Um, and they, before she finds Mark, we find out that they can't continue surgery. Yes. It's kind of, it's like one of, I feel like it's one of those instances where like there's just too much and her body won't be able to like take it. I feel like they have done an episode like this with a yes. certain character. And right, it's where they like he, halfway close them up. Yeah. And then put them up in the ICU. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. To be like open still. Yeah. And just have like gauze and shit in you. Yeah. No. Stuffed or. <laughs> Like a teddy bear. Uh, what, what do they say? Packed. 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 That's stuffed. Um, okay, so also, this is when they're kind of deciding. Chief looks at Lucy and is like, if we have to pull this baby out, if we have to deliver this baby, like, what's your plan? Okay, she doesn't have one. She says, this may be out of my depth. And you know what? Then maybe you shouldn't be a doctor, Lucy. Right, how can you not even have, like, a proposed plan? Yes, she like, li- she's an attending. Right. She literally says, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think it's just that she feels the pressure of it being Callie, or do you think she just truly doesn't know what to do? I, well, in later scenes that she didn't do things that she was supposed to do, I literally don't think she knows. Like, I think she knows how to deliver babies. Right, right. Or do, like, a C-section, but doesn't know maybe, like, extreme trauma situations. It's also weird because she's been her OB since the beginning. Yeah. And, like... That would be sucky to wake up for Kelly to wake up and realize that her OB actually didn't know what to do. What the fuck to do? Um, I think this is a way for them to push her out of the story. I feel yeah. like you know she's not very good at her job, which I don't get why they. Or push maybe her. a way for her them to pull Addison in, right? Which uh, we'll find out in the notes and trivia. But like Addison's only in this episode; she's not like in following ones, mm-hmm. and so. It's also crazy to me that she came back for this. For the musical episode. Maybe as an actress, she thought this was going to be a really big thing. Right. And so she... She wanted to be a part of it. Right. It's just so... I mean, and I know her and Callie had like... They were close friends. Yeah. But also Addison is... Like, I'm sure Mark wanted Addison. That's true. Like, it ties them all back together. Yeah. It just feels like there should have been, like, like in the next episode, which I don't actually remember what happens totally, but, like, a debrief where she's there and is like, don't worry, we did this. Yeah. Like, but she's just gone. She's just out of there. Right. Um, so there's also, well, okay, so Lexi finds Mark. And tell me how your thoughts about <laughs> if this scene was happening in real life. If I was crying in a stairwell and someone came in and was singing to me, I would say, please stop singing. I'm really going through something here. (laughs) Um, But 
he ends up saying to her, you don't have to do this. I know you hate me. And I thought it was very hilarious because it sounds like he's talking about her singing to him. Like, you don't have to, to do, do this. this. <laughs> you don't need to be I singing I know you me. hate me, but yeah. please stop. Like, please stop, stop singing. <laughs> please stop punishing me. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have to punish me this way. That's yeah. literally his line. Yeah. Is that done in jest? It can't have been. It's very funny, though. I think it's so sad that he keeps saying she's my best friend. Yes. Okay, so there's a thread. We can start talking about it here, I think, with Arizona and Mark. And, like, who are they advocating for? Yes. Like, obviously, they both want Callie to live. Right. But there's this, like, thing of, like, what if it's just the baby? Or who do we save? And— I just like that you think Mark would be the one that would be focused on the baby because all he talks about is being a father and it being his spawn and shit. But he is in this moment, I think, really just thinking about his best friend. Yes. And I love that. I think he is too. I want to say they're like a real platonic best friends, but they're not because they had sex. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think in, I think Arizona's point, she has a good point too. Like Callie won't be happy to waking up to no baby. And right. then Callie, but Mark's like, she won't be happy if she's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. I mean, There's it's no the whole winning. thing, like you can make another baby, but you can't make another Callie. Right, you right. Know? It's so. a confusing conundrum. <coughs> conundrum. Um, There's also a scene with Karev and Lucy on the roof when they're waiting mm-hmm. for Addison. And I love that Lucy's like, Mom, I didn't mean, I just, oh, this makes me look bad. And Karev's just like, suck, suck it, it up. up. Yeah, like, <laughs> Let go of your fucking pride and ego right now. There's something. Right. Someone else is coming and it's going to be fine. And like someone is in a very shitty situation right now. So right, right. stop. I wrote um, Addison is a queen because she comes off that helicopter with her red hair. And blazing. she fucking tells Lucy off. Oh, yeah, she does. She gets like scolded at. Yeah, because Lucy like suggests something to Addison. Addison's like, no, we can't do that because you didn't get steroids and you yeah. didn't do this. And so like you can go too. Yeah. And then. Addison. Everyone's getting told to leave. Yeah, and then Addison, like, gently talks to Callie. Yeah, she has a really cute moment where she's, like, she calls her sweetie, and she, yeah. like, says, like, we're going to make a plan. Yes. I just, like, and I really think it is important <coughs> when people talk to someone who's in a coma, like, like give, just talk to them, like, normal also, mm-hmm. too, because I do believe that, like, people can hear that. <clears throat> um, so I like that Addison <clears throat> is just calms down and talks to her. Also doesn't sing. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> sing. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, any other thoughts on Breathe before we get into the Not really. Okay, so I would just like to say, who have we had singing so far? Callie? I think we should total this after each song. Yeah. We have Callie, Lexi. In this song? Or just in in the episode. Okay, Miranda, Owen. um, Oh, well, we said Lexi. Does anyone else sing in Lexi's song or is it just her? I think it's just her. I think that's why they call it Lexi's song. Yeah, right. So we have like four who yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. It builds. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, all right. Next song. Hi, everyone. It's Katie. I just want to say that I love the musical episode. I tried to make a list when this was first announced of all the things the musical episode made me think about and possible thoughts to share. But none of them seemed very interesting, and then I kept putting off recording this because I didn't have time or the right headspace for a rewatch, and because I didn't really know what to say. So I'm just gonna put my vote out in favor of the musical episode and leave it there. Though, 
for a quick side note, I love Lexi's song in this episode. And when Supergirl did a musical episode, they didn't have Kylie Lee sing, and I'm still a little salty about that. Hi, Brie and Abby. This is Devonay, and just watched the musical episode, and I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would because it really wasn't as bad as we all were imagining. Um, some of the things that I loved were was Lexi's song. That she, anytime Lexi was singing, I kind of got GGBs in the best way possible. Um, I loved Bailey's part, too. She just has, like, a certain little softness in her voice that just made like drew me in as a viewer um i also was so 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 excited for mark and arizona to finally come to terms with each other and kind of see themselves like mark callie and arizona as like a team that's parenting they kind of all came they kind of came to each other terms with each other and it was just great um Owen's song wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, even though we usually have mixed feelings about him. Although I don't think I'm ever going to be able to hear the words stay calm or calm down and get straight. Calm down and get straight um, without thinking of that song. But, you know, say lovey. <laughs> I also felt very cringeworthy GGBs about... Uh, during the song with all the couples singing and kind of romping around it was just awkward and I didn't enjoy that like two and a half three minute scene it was just awkward so overall I feel like the episode would get at least seven and a half scalpels from me at least I feel like I want to watch it again just to kind of reaffirm that but I feel that it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be and it really does a great job of setting up the overarching like story arc for the rest of the season and kind of this what goes on to like what Grays is now. So I love you guys and can't wait to hear the episode. Thanks. She needs bypass to fix it and she needs it now. Bypass would mean a lot of heparin. There's a setup for a rebleed. The hypothermia would Traumatic VSDs can close on their own. Which is why we should wait to repair the heart. She's not stable enough to wait. No, damage control was... This is how This of a rebleed is too great. Well, no, it's not. down and get straight. It's in our eyes, it's how we operate. Trek three, yep. how we operate. This is the one that we have talked about many, many times. For years. We've uh, referenced it. Yeah. This we've sang it. <laughs> we've yeah. This is the song that I think a lot of people think about when they think about the musical episode, if you think the musical episode is terrible. Right. Like, I think if you think it's good, you have other songs in mind. But for me, this one has just, like, overpowered all of the other ones. Yes. Um, so it it starts because all of the attendings are arguing about what to do with Callie. And I think because each attending, and they've done this before, they each have yes. their specialty. And so they're like, this is more important than this and this. And, and you can watch it build in with Owen. He's thinking... He's processing. <laughs> he's just looking. He's, the he's gritting his teeth. The music is going. Building. And I wrote, here it comes, Owen. And I said, I am so nervous. I was so nervous <laughs> for this song. Um, and then he hits us with it. 
Yeah, Brie also looked at me at that moment and goes, this is what made us start a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> podcast, which is true. We watched this episode like over two years ago and decided that there's a lot to dissect. Yeah. When he gives his first line to calm down, get straight, something, something about to operate. Right. I love after that, you hear Teddy's sigh. <laughs> She's almost like, Already, she can't deal with Owen's bullshit. I wonder if it, like, wasn't even uh, in there for her to do that. Yeah, she's <laughs> she just, like, like, did. Um, also, I wrote Derek is embarrassed for him. Derek, like, looks away. I think it's more like... <laughs> Don't look at me. I think Derek's more, like, just, like, annoyed by Owen saying, like... Calm down and get straight. <laughs> right. How dare you tell me to get <laughs> straight? Also... Derek, All of them look like, fuck off, Owen. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a cut scene from outside of the room where we assume he's also still singing to them. We just don't see it. Because like, <laughs> it's like we're not in the room anymore. He's teaching them through yeah. singing. It, yeah. He, oh, God. They're probably just so annoyed by him. Do you remember when this song is played in the in previous Grey's episodes? Uh, I kind of do. I think it's in like the first season. Okay. I'm going to look it up later. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Spirit Kelly is nowhere to be found in this What's scene. What's she doing? Okay, so are we to think then that Owen is actually singing to these people? Because it's not Callie, it's not Spirit Kelly's brain. Are we processing or reviewing this episode I, as Callie's spirit? No, so I think it's kind of like when you go see a musical. Like, like mm. not, so we got to like let go of that. Right, like, like I'm just thinking about like Dear Evan Hansen is one where there's like a lot of dialogue, but then they break out in the song. And there's people who don't like musicals because they don't understand why there would be a song. They're watching they're watching musicals like how we're watching this episode. When right. I think you would just have to let go of that. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. Because to me, he's just singing to them. And they're all like, why are you singing right, right. now? It's like we're supposed to just grab onto the emotion he's carrying and mm-hmm. the words, but not. Yeah. The singing is supposed to amplify his feelings. Yeah. Doesn't do it for Isn't me. Isn't that weird how, yeah, I listen to like. Like, what's another one? Mean Girls. Yeah. And they just start singing. And I'm like, yeah, I can get down with this. This makes sense. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. Um, so, so outside of the singing teaching moment, <laughs> Meredith points out a hickey um, on Karev's neck. Yes. So this is great. I actually love this scene because I feel like when you are in a in really big moments of grief, like you have to find moments of lightness and people tend to make jokes. Yes. Like when people are dying, if you've ever been at hospice, yes. and we were with my great grandma, we couldn't stop laughing at dumb shit, but it's just because like you have to find lightness. Uh, like, well, you have to like release that energy somehow. Yes. Yeah. And so this is- Church laughs. Exactly. So Mary points out a hickey and Christina goes, are you in love? Are you a lover? <laughs> So it doesn't even make sense. Um, I like to because they there's not much like dialogue in this no. episode. There's very little because right. it's a musical. Christina has all the dialogue. Yeah, scenes. and so it's nice. There are a couple notes and I have in here that I'm, you know, have said like I'm really happy that we have some breaks. Right, right. Um and this is one of those moments that I really appreciate that they're not all singing together. Yes, agreed. Like you know, and then um Karev calls uh, the hospital Seattle Grace Mercy of Death. <laughs> or Mercy Death. Seattle Grace Mercy, Mercy Death, Death Hospital. Yeah. Which is, I think, what I'd like to refer to it from now on. I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, he references all of the things, too. Like a shooter. Uh, Cancer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everything that's ever happened. And, yeah. and uh, Christina also likes it. Also, I want to point out, listeners, that Brie knows every fucking word to this whole entire song. 
I don't know how or why. Like, like you would say things when it would come back. <laughs> you knew when it was coming back. <laughs> I think you subconsciously did it. There's also that part with Christina where you were like, wait. You knew she was going to say it. I know. I wonder how many Oh, it's times- in that scene. It's at the end. Yes. It's, yeah. Uh, I wonder if it's... What is it? <laughs> I wonder how many times I've seen this. Right. If only Netflix. Wouldn't it be funny if there was like a tally mark? Oh my God. I would never want that data. (laughs) Ever. I don't want to know how many times I've watched a musical episode. It's kind of like my Nintendo Switch tracks my hours in each game. And I've spent like 87 hours in Stardew Valley, which is an imaginary farm. (laughs) But it's thriving. (laughs) Um... Yeah, um, this is this is the episode, or this the is the, I keep calling it the episode. This is the song where Arizona and Mark start arguing, and he says, "What's her life going to be like if she's dead?" Mm. This is where they really start screaming yes. at each other. Yep, and it goes into the next song. He says some pretty hurtful things. Right. Um, w- yeah, we're gonna get into that. So, all right, let's let's go. All right. So this is Kelsey from the suburbs of Chicago, and I love to hate the musical episode. Um, just for the fact, why is everyone singing at that moment? This isn't Glee. This is Grey's Anatomy. You're seven seasons in Grey's Anatomy, and you don't sing. You play songs that are relevant to what's going on, but you don't sing. Definitely when Owen, who can't really sing, starts singing, stand down get straight and then just keep singing and everyone's just staring because no one wants Owen to sing and that's how I really feel and I just like to see everyone's reactions um Lexi technically isn't with Mark but she's holding him and stroking his hair and Jackson is someone okay with it because honestly Lexi and Mark should just end up together and not die in a plane crash so that's what that episode means to me Thanks. Well, Owen, calm down. What the fuck, dude? Shut your mouth. He's actually a really good singer, but I don't like Owen. And him just, that whole, yeah, it's not for me. Wait till the sun shines through Wait till the sky is blue And you will wait too long He will be gone Just to keep up with our rating system, Bree, what are you going to give Breathe? Um, Breathe, I'm going to probably give that um, five. I'm also giving it a five. I just think it sounded too auto-tuned. And how we operate on a oh. cringe scale, I'm giving it a 10. 10 out of 10 scalpels on a cringe scale. What about on our scale that we're going with? On our scale, it could be a two. You know what? I I feel that it is so memorable. That it could maybe be a that six. That I'm going <laughs> to give it a six. Yeah, just okay. because like it's the one I think about. Yeah. It, Owen has impacted me. Yeah, it's not the one I love. Right, but I think about it. It's kind of like, I don't know, actually. I, but yeah, I, I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. I sleep. I can't stop I, I dream about, about it. it. Um, okay, so we ended the last track with Arizona and Mark fighting, which leads us into track four, which is Wait. I really like this song. Yeah, and I we love Bailey. I, yes. And 
Lexi and Jackson are chatting together and Lexi doesn't want to go home with Avery. She thinks she needs to stay at the hospital to be there for Mark. And then Mark and Arizona are fighting outside of Callie's room. Yes. And say some really hurtful things. He says, this is my family. I'm the father. You're not anything. You're nothing. Mm-hmm. Which is not true because she right. is in a relationship with Callie. Right. And obviously, Mark is very stressed out. Um, but that's like some deep-cutted shit. It's kind of like, I think when people argue, you say things you don't mean, but you say things that you've thought. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you say thoughts that have run through your brain that aren't filtered. Like, you would never say because you haven't really, like, dissected them. Yes. And I feel like him thinking that is, like, he might have had that thought, but knows that it's not true. But it's like when you have ugly thoughts about people, but you yeah. know they're not true, and they're just, like, your own whatever. And I feel like that's one of his thoughts, and he d- forgets to put his filter on because he's so emotional. Right. And so he says that. And I just feel like the like that is the worst thing you could say. Yeah, that someone is nothing. And it's also, like, very stereotypical. Like, I'm the father. Like, now he's pulling the, like, legal things. Right. Like, like biologically. She it, doesn't have a say, which yeah, is really le- sad. Yeah. She has no legal rights in this situation. Right. Which I think is part of the reason why she also wanted to Be marry. Married. Yeah. You, you know, she wants to have I should rights. know this, but was gay marriage legal yet in Washington? I know that, that's a good question. I'll have to. We're gonna have to look that up. I should know that date. Yeah, but um, because yeah, I I I just feel so sad for her in that moment. Even though like we know that it's not what he feels, he still said it. Yeah, and that's like a real bummer. Um, I also want to say about the Jackson and Lexi thing. The conversation is um, Lexi asks Jackson like, "How are they doing?" And Jackson goes, "You mean Sloan?" And then he says, I get it. And then he like walks away. But like, does he get it? I think he's just being an ass. I don't think. He's so selfish. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that Jackson is super selfish. I think Jackson as a character whole throughout his whole time being on Grey's Anatomy, I think is a selfish character. Yeah. And in this moment, like, you should just recognize that, like, Lexi needs to be there for Mark. Actually, she doesn't need to, but she wants to. And, and that should a, be enough. And that's fine. It's There's a trauma happening. Right. Like, I feel like in the midst of a trauma, you just get by. And then if after it's over, if you feel like you need to talk about something that might have right. happened, then you do. Right. You know? And I Avery, also don't think Lexi is, like, acting on, like, romantic feelings. I mean, maybe. Some, but, like, but she's not going to. It's not like she's making out with him. She's just being there for him because she knows him better than most anyone else there. Right. And so I, I don't know. I just. I think Jackson's a little bit out of line. I think he's extremely out of line. Um, This song is sung by Miranda Bailey. Yes. And it's mostly in Callie's room to her. There's no one. And Spirit Callie, is is she there? I don't recall seeing Spirit Callie. (laughs) Where the fuck is she? (laughs) Floating around. I know there's another doctor in there. I think it's maybe April. Yeah. Um, But Bailey is just so gentle. And like I said, she's a very good caretaker. Yes. Like she's like, Fixing her shit. Yeah, and like, yeah, being, you know, and shuts the door. door. Mm -hmm. So Callie, so human Callie doesn't doesn't have to hear the arguing. Yeah. She can heal. Right. And spirit Callie can then (laughs) re-enter her body. (laughs) Yes. I just think it's, it's a, it's a really good song. It's going to get a high rating from me. What do you think? What are you giving it? I think I'm also giving it a seven. 
or an eight, a seven and a half. I just really like Bailey's voice. And I would, it it yeah. didn't take me out of the story. No, it didn't. Yeah, it was it was like placed very gently and beautifully and he- it, it, it progressed the story for me. Right. It kept the story moving along. Again, Bailey wasn't like singing into the camera either. No. She's like almost like singing to Callie, yes. which I feel like she might do. And also it wasn't like a full song. Right, it was just know? a little bit. Just a little bit. I would probably give it a seven too. Okay, we're moving our ratings up. All right. Next we have a rendition of Chasing Cars on Piano by Radha Patel. Thank you. 
You have been listening to Chasing Cars on Piano by Radha Patel. Put on your seatbelt. Girl, you got me tripping on sunshine. God knows you just made my day. Since you came around, no, I just can't slow down, no. I want to see you walking my way. All right. Track five? Five. We're over halfway. Walking on sunshine. Let me say something. Let me just put this out there. I fucking hate this part of the episode. <laughs> okay, so I, again, haven't seen this episode in a long time. My first notes before it, the song started was, I go, we are inside Callie's head. They are driving through the clouds in a flying automobile. <laughs> and then I was like, is this Harry Potter? Like, like the, it yeah. looks like the scene when Ron and Harry are above yeah, it the does. sky. What the fuck is happening? Callie's coma brain is driving through the clouds. That's what's happening. Okay, so it's like- And everyone's having sex while- Callie's in a coma? Yeah, so is it trying to show a happy scene for Callie? Like, I think so. Because obviously she ends up saying yes to Arizona. So do you think this is like how she wishes it had played out? Or like what she's trying to get back to? Do you think she's in the floating car and needs to get back to Earth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where her spirit has been this right. whole time. <laughs> yes, in the car. Yeah, in the car, trying to get back. I... <laughs> I think Bria's pointing to the sky. <laughs> I think that she's up there, you know? She's up there driving around, <laughs> singing. I just hate. Okay, I don't even mind that they're driving through the clouds. Weird, you know, trippy shit. Okay, you can get over that. I can get over that. I she starts talking to Arizona. She's like, "You're going to propose. Like, I want to marry you." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "We're going to hit a truck." I can like I can get on board with all of that. What I cannot and will not get on board with is when she turns and she goes, Girl, you got me dreaming on sunshine. And the way that Arizona looks at her, it's kind of like, And then you're- she goes, all right. Yeah. I- <laughs> and then it just pans to too many couples singing this song let's, together. Let's do a breakdown yeah. of, of what we see. So first is Eli singing to Bailey. Ooh. And they jump into a dance number. <laughs> That if any of you have seen Booksmart, it reminds me of the scene, like when Beanie Feldstein's character is dancing with her crush, but it's not real. It's like in an alternate reality because it is so ridiculous. Yeah. First of all, he's like whipping her around. Yeah. And the way she. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I want to give the actress Chandra Wilson props. Oh, for sure. For like giving it 150%, but it just didn't look right. No, you know, like that part where he's pulling her back and forth. I just imagine a note being like, Chandra, you need to be lighter on your feet. (laughs) Cause like, that's what her like, we're looking like. This is Bailey the Nazi. Bailey who yells at like, this is, she would not dance in a hallway. Yeah, she would not dance in a hallway. No, not even in a musical episode. No, not even like, that's what I'm seeing. It just doesn't feel like her. Like this song doesn't feel like any of these characters. The only one it made, no, even because like Lucy and Karev having sex is too like cutesy. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like Karev is like- Karev wants to fuck. A down and dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He doesn't make love. No, no, he He fucks. fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Eli sings to Bailey. I go, why are they so happy? This is weird. Uh, Owen sings to Christina. Yeah, he like whips her around. Which I want to just give props, like on a totally outside view, if there was no music playing, the choreography of their like love scene is beautiful. Like, yeah, but also no one does that. No, it, that's what I mean. It's so choreographed. Yeah. Like her shirt comes off, she twists, he picks her up, they're yeah. on the counter, her, his shirt comes like, 
I have never moved like that <laughs> in my whole life. Just like, <laughs> think about the last time you had sex trying to take your pants off. <laughs> Right. It's not falling over onto the bed. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're just all awkward and like yeah. stuck. Like there's, I, if you make love like that. Congratulations. You are probably doing porn. Yeah. And you're <laughs> probably in the Grey's musical episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just wild. I love again that like Owen is singing and Christina refuses to. She doesn't sing in this yeah. episode. She does go down on him though, which I thought was kind of racy. Oh, she for, like moved down? Yeah, for cable television. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Henry and Teddy? Wow. <laughs> Henry. So hokey. Oh my God, it's so bad. When she bends over and he's like looking at her ass. It zooms in on her ass. That starts it. Then there's the line about um, exploding like a bomb and he thrusts. Or a rocket. I wrote exploded like a bomb. Oh, maybe it is. But yeah, but he- is in a, in a rocket. In my front right pocket. It's something there's like- There's that, yeah. And then there's another part, like, exp- I think it's after that. It's like something that might explode like a bomb. Oh, and, my God. And he thrusts in the hospital bed. Also, and like, she giggles. The last episode of them, she turned him down and said no. Yes. And now she's, like, being cutesy, kind of. Yeah. And I think, I guess, I kind of appreciate that they put him in there. They included him. <laughs> you, like- him being like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, I took this role. I did not want to be in a musical episode. And they're like, you're going to be laying in a bed. And you're going <laughs> to thrust. thrust. <laughs> and be serious about it. He also, like, then uses the remote of his hospital bed to, like, to, like bring himself up. Um, then we have Lexi singing to Mark as he sleeps on her lap. And she's, like, petting his head. Yeah. Um. Oh, with Lucy and Karev, too. Like, they j- have this moment where they jump together onto the bed. The most brilliant auto-tune. <laughs> jumps onto the bed. It reminded me of that scene when Harry and Voldemort jump off of the building together, <laughs> holding on to each other. Like, like it could have easily gone into a close-up. I wonder if there's something well, on the internet about, yeah. And they just keep tumbling. Actually, if you're good at video editing, could you piece together Lucy Karev jumping onto the bed and have it go into sure. Harry and Voldemort That's deep funny. diving? Yeah. Please. I would like that for my birthday. <laughs> um, everyone is na- acting unnatural. And then we have Meredith singing. Meredith cannot sing. No. So this is the first time we hear her. And so her and Derek are um, like on, in the bed together, like yeah. in the on-call room. And there's a chorus behind Meredith because I think she you wasn't good at it. With this loud chorus over Yeah, like her. you can barely hear Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. Um, I don't think she wanted to do it. No, I just feel like this, if any of them take me out of this really like epic emotional episode, it's this fucking song. It is. It's smack dab in the middle of the episode. Yep. And it just doesn't fit because also we, as we were watching it, we're like, these people are going to have sex while Callie is like in trauma. Yeah, why is Karev Why is everyone having sex right now? Right. Why is Karev back at his trailer with Lucy who just like (laughs) fucking did it? Or is his trailer in the parking lot? I think his trailer is in the parking lot. But why would you like, she just got like kicked off a case and be like, let's go fuck (laughs) now. I'm feeling so good about myself. (laughs) Uh, and makes no sense. No, and it, it ends making even less sense. Yeah, Derek, Derek is, is in, in the, the clouds. clouds. <laughs> he just forms. He's so dreamy. He's outside the co- he's outside the car. Yeah, looking at her with his Derek eyes, and they lower the sedation. So that makes me also think that like this cloud thing is, is spirit. The com- it's spirit. It's the coma. Right. It's not um, human. It's right. Not human. It's, it's not, not human. human. It's not human. It's not human. <laughs> 
And that song then ends so abruptly. Yeah, this would be the, you know, like in we played Meredith giving like her thought, like her thoughts about the episode. This would be the random and mean yeah. <laughs> part that I would, I would, I would can like put this with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so he wants to test her neurological responses and she's not really responding. So they bring the sedation back up. Thank God that does not take us back into this song. No, yeah, yeah. When they, when they put it back down, I thought yeah. like that it would, she'd be back there again. Um, but luckily- And again! <laughs> round two! two. Um, okay, what do you want to rate this one? Um, also, the budget on this episode must have been big because like those clouds and like special effects- those yeah. special effects are better than like when in like season 15 we have like Ghost Derek, you know, yeah. like much better. Yes. Um, I want to rate this one a two. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll give it a two and a half just because I usually rate higher than you. Yeah. But I hated it. I like, it, it's one of those. I don't even like the song. No, I don't like the song. But it, you know that it's one of those parts of an episode that you literally are uncomfortable watching. Mm-hmm. You want it to like be you're over. embarrassed watching that it. they did this. Yeah, like you don't want to watch it with anyone else. You don't want anyone to see it. Like right. you're just very embarrassed. Right, and you're wondering why you just you're not even in the moment anymore. No, and I think that's the biggest problem. I think I'm gonna give it a two. Also, I feel strongly. Yes. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's move on. All right. My favorite song from the musical episode is maybe also the most awkward or the most like cringiest. It's the walking on sunshine sequence with all the couples. It is so cheesy, but it makes me smile, especially the Teddy and Henry part. It's just so cute. So I can't help but like it. No doubt about it. Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell are they doing? This show is so genius and such an incredible writing. And then you do a musical episode? Are you joking? I, I'm, I'm appalled. It's like, my God, my characters that I love. Why are you opening your mouth? Oh my God, Bailey. Bailey, my favorite. What the fuck are you doing dancing? Woman, you are an amazing singer, and you're an amazing actress, and you are your Dr. Bailey, and then you, you 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 dance. Oh my God, I I was over it. I hated this episode. I thought it was just the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen. And when Callie and Arizona are in the car doing the flashback. And she looks over at Arizona and she's like, girl, you got me dripping on sunshine. God knows you just made my day. Oh, her eyebrow goes up and it's just, it's just killer. She's sexy as hell. Girl, you got me dripping on sunshine. God knows you just made my day Since you came around, no I just can't slow down, no I wanna see you walking my way No, there's no need to hide away You know I tell the truth We are just the same I can feel in everything 
All right, we are on to track six, Universe and You. Um, before this song begins, though, we are lucky enough to get a dialogue scene. Thank God. And of course, Christina's <laughs> involved. Otherwise, she wouldn't be in this episode. <laughs> right. Um, also, I just love the steadfastness that like, she probably was just like, I'm not singing. Yeah, like, I'm, I wonder... I bet she made an argument that Christina wouldn't sing. That's what I was going to say. Like, I wonder if she made... Or I wonder if they didn't even want her to sing. Right. Like maybe they were they made an artistic choice for her character that like this wouldn't be a thing. Because it wouldn't. Christina would never sing. Absolutely not. Like, and I'm pretty sure there are musicals where there are people who don't sing. Also, Derek doesn't either. Yeah, I did notice that. And does Chief? No, but I bet I wish he would have. Oh, Get out. Been. Yeah. Um, Sit down. <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked it. That would have been a good song. I also like that um, we have a Dr. Burke. There's lots of throwbacks in this yeah. episode. Like Addison, Burke. Like, I think that's why it's also some people's favorites because mm-hmm. it— yeah. Callbacks. Callbacks, yeah. So she has a moment where she remembers a Burke surgery and she runs away. She comes back and she has these two things up on like the scan thingies. Um, and they're two of Dr. Burke's previous patients. And she has this idea. I don't quite understand it because I'm not a doctor. Um, but it's like risky and never been done this way before, but could. Mm-hmm. And she's explaining it to Teddy in chief. And Teddy says no. Teddy whips those films down mm-hmm. and is like, "I'm. it's too risky. And so Christina turns to Owen and she says, Owen, and Teddy says, like, don't go to your husband or something. And she said, I'm not asking my husband. I'm asking the person who's in charge of Callie's case, which I was like, boom, bitch. Also, I feel like she was. Like, she yeah. gets like, she's like, I don't care that he's my husband right now. I just need another medical. Yeah, like you're the head trauma right. dude overseeing everything. And he agrees with Teddy or takes Teddy's side. Yep, so she storms away. Yes. Um, also, we have... Before this song actually starts, Arizona is sitting next to Callie, a human Callie. In her room. In her room. Mm-hmm. And she's crying. And she says to her, like, legally, I'm nothing. Yes. Like, which is just, I just so fucking sad. I feel like it's, it's an important, like, callback to, like, I think how, like, people who are in same-sex relationships before they were allowed to be legal, mm-hmm. like, legally, they don't aren't given any fucking rights, which right. sucks. So I love that, like, she brings this into attention. But also, um, <clears throat> I just sad that she's feeling that way. And she asks Callie, can you live for me? I know. And it's really heartbreaking. And then Spirit Callie. Spirit Callie makes an appearance. <laughs> She shows up. And she is sending a sign to her human self to move her finger for Arizona. Yep, because she knows. <laughs> there's, there's that. Do you think that's what, like, the, read, the, the read-through Yeah, said? the read-through. They're, like, sitting at the table, and yeah. they're, like, and then Spirit yeah, Kelly. Like, yeah, say it like you're pitching me the idea. All right. So we're going to have Arizona's going to be in the room. She's going to be asking Kelly to live. Spirit Kelly's going to enter. She's going to start singing. She's going to be looking at Arizona. Arizona is not going to be seeing her because she is a spirit. She's a spirit, but she can feel her. And so spirit Callie needs to send a sign to her human self, which is in the bed that Callie or that Arizona is looking at to move her human finger. So Arizona has a sign that she's still all there. Perfect. While this is all happening, Callie will be singing. (laughs) The whole time. (laughs) 
uh, singing this beautiful song. Um, and so she does wiggle her fingers. Yes. And Arizona sings during this song, too. Yes, they, they have together. a duet. Yeah. But do you, but Arizona thinks she's singing alone. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, Arizona thinks she's singing but alone. But she can feel But what's really weird is she's singing the harmony. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. She's not, yeah, she's not good at it. Um, wow. Uh, then this is the the song where her stats like tank. We are we boopy boopy boop. The things are beeping and booping, and all the doctors come in, and her her BP like drops out or and something. Before that, though, Addison tells Mark to make peace with Arizona. Yes, he's like you. She says you both love her. Yeah, whatever. So, but yeah, then things start beeping, and Addison comes in and is like, her belly is tight as a drum. <laughs> yeah. There should have been a drum beat, like right. Do, 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 do. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like should have happened right there. And then um, I heard the line or the words flash pulmonary edema you did you you even repeated it yeah so i was like that's what's going on okay perfect so what would we rate this song Mm, it's very short it's very short Mm, it's like does it it doesn't really do anything i didn't even remember the song was i'm gonna give it a six because again it didn't take me out of the story okay like it just happened and they were communicating i like that the spirit can move the human yeah that's important (laughs) for the plot right that we understand that has some control over human callie (laughs) right uh yeah i'll give it a six too great uh all right next song so I got into Grey's watching the musical episode. And maybe it's because I watched this episode very recently when I'm watching it again for this. But it's really not that good. But somehow I got here. Why? Who knows? I'm on my knees Only memories left from Alrighty, we are on to track seven. Yes, Grace. Grace. I really love this song. Same. I had to ask Brie. I was like, "Why? Do, what, what? What part is this from?" It's from Mare Dare sex scene at prom. Yes, which, which is, is our favorite. Scene yeah, of Grace and Adam. It's so good, and that song is so good. Yeah, and is Sarah Ramirez singing it? Like, sounds she sounds beautiful, right? But then, something is ruined. But though. then it could be so good. Yeah, artistic choices. Spirit Kelly is riding on human Kelly <laughs> on the edge of her, um, like uh, her. Not gurney. Her, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it a gurney? That seems like an odd word. It's her gurney Gurney. bed. Her gurney bed. Uh, Sitting on the edge, it almost looks like it, like um, like how you sit in yoga when you're meditating. Yeah, meditative pose. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like a Buddha. Crisscross applesauce. Like a Buddha. She's sitting crisscross applesauce. (laughs) Yeah, right at the edge, on top of her human self. Yeah. She's really trying to enter it. And there's so much slow mo going on. Okay, yeah. So she's in real time. Yeah. But everything behind Spirit Callie is slow-mo. It's, and it's a lot weird. of running. It's a lot. Like, Mark runs past, like, super slow in the background. Right, looks really right. ridiculous. It's a good song 
to be doing this too. Yes. I really like the song. I don't like anything else that's happening. No, like the visuals I could go without, but if you just had played the song in a dark room for me, I'd be uh, okay with it. Yeah. Also, you're going to talk about Callie Lang? Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about that. I love the line, <laughs> turn my grief to grace. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And then I just wrote, oh no, Callie is laying on a bed in those jeans. Spirit Callie, get out of here. Yeah, so human Callie's gone. Yeah. Which but, this is the part that's confusing to me because like they lift Spirit Callie onto the operating table. Right. As she's singing. Do you think it's because she's about to enter her soon? Like she's preparing to be pieced back together? Maybe. That's a great... Because she's gone. Like that's the first time that... They like where re- did human Callie go? Right. They replaced human Callie with Spirit Callie for a moment and then goes comes back. Yeah. Because... Every other time Spirit Callie has been around, Hovering Human up. Callie has always been there. <laughs> right. You know, like non-responsive, right. but been there. This time, Human Callie's gone. gone. <laughs> Do you think they just weren't like um, preparing? Like they forgot about their what their like continuity of their- <laughs> maybe yeah yeah. Um, so uh, also, so that's all happening. Mark and Arizona are in the gallery, not talking, which I don't think they should be there. No, Brie and I talked about this. Like, the, I guess the only time this is ever allowed in this show is when it's doctors, like right. their own staff. But you shouldn't be allowed to see the insides of your, your person. person. That's what I said. I was like, that is like the most intimate thing. And I think actually in an episode, Bailey talks about that when it's, I think it's season one when Christina has the atopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And Meredith wants to be in there. And Bailey is like, she's going to be like naked and open. And you like, you don't want to and need to see that. And that's not fair to Christina pretty much. And so why do they get to see her naked and open and- Naked and afraid. Yeah. Um, There is a cute, a little cute scene though. Arizona says they should say a prayer. It's what Mm -hmm. Callie would want. And Mark says he hasn't stopped praying since yesterday. I know. Which is- Again, I like it because it shows that they both know her. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like Arizona knows her better or whatever. Like, they just have different ways of knowing her. Yeah. Um, also, there's one of these panning up shots again. And yes. It's- Callie is standing in the middle. Spirit Callie. Spirit Callie. Looking straight into your soul. Above, <laughs> Up above the camera. Just looking. I hate it. Directly. I- yeah, into your soul. I don't like the drone shots. <laughs> I don't like them either. I don't. If it felt very creepy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so Chris, so things aren't going well in surgery. No. Um, and they end up doing Teddy's way and they put in the drug. I don't remember what it is, but it causes a brain bleed. Yep. And Christina's like, it's this drug. Like, let me do the thing that I want to do. And Teddy like won't and can't make things Doesn't work. Move. And Chief tells Teddy to step away. And uh, Christina steps in, which it's like, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Yep. It's good. Uh, She does the Burke thing. Mm -hmm. Burke, always show him back up. Yeah. Which I feel like then that part leads into like the next song. Yes. Um, So let's just. I don't have really anything else about this. You want to rate it though? Yeah. This is so hard because like. I love the song. If I'm in a dark room and I don't see anything, it's going to get like an eight. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's. But because she wrote on herself, <laughs> I feel like. And, that, and oh, I, there was one other part that I think anyone, everyone should go back and rewatch this. Yeah. And you should watch this scene 
as she's oh. riding, there's like slow-mo doctors running on the side and there is this man who we have no idea who it is. And Abby asked if it was Derek's hair double because literally it looks like Derek's hair. But not his face. But not his face. Like like maybe Derek wasn't around that day. They're like, fuck, who's got big hair? Yeah. We gotta like, yeah. it's gonna play fast. No one will know, but we know. But we knew, yeah. Yeah, Um, I feel... I feel torn because again, like like the scenes with Arizona and Mark, when you don't see anyone singing, you just hear the singing. I'm fucking here for it. Yeah. Like so maybe my average should still be a seven though, because like it'd be a 10 if I didn't have to see Spirit Callie, but because Spirit Callie's acting so unnatural, it brings my rating way down. So I'm gonna say a seven. Seven. I'm gonna go. S- yeah, I really like this song. I know. Fuck. I guess seven. Okay. I will six, six and a half. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, we're gonna move on to the next one. Hi, my name's Susan, and these are my opinions on the musical episode. So, this was the first episode I unfortunately watched in my living room with one of my roommates present. And it was very unfortunate that this was the episode because now they will never let me watch Grey's Anatomy in the living room again. It was very shocking for me. I could tell at the beginning of it that it was going to be the musical episode. I knew it was coming just from the podcast uh, because I am currently only to season eight of Grey's Anatomy. I've kind of just been watching it for the first time once I started listening to the on-call room to keep up with the show. And the musical episode was somehow worse than I expected it to be even with everything that was said about it and all the obsessing over how bad it was I still was not prepared for how bad it was my roommate uh John could barely handle it he was laughing we were both laughing it was honestly hysterical and I'm so glad that I had someone to laugh about it with while I was watching it I also just didn't understand it as an episode as a whole because I was so confused why they took such a serious episode and decided to make it a musical episode. I mean, I guess they were like, oh yeah, Callie's going to be daydreaming or whatever slash in a coma because of the accident. But I just, it's still, I, it was just hard to watch. And also the fact that they chose Callie to be the main singer was just... Not that she's like a terrible singer, but it it was just hilarious. And I just didn't understand why or what was going on. And it just didn't even feel like a Grey's Anatomy episode. It felt like something, like a parody of something. And like someone had made a joke and like it was all of a sudden going to click back into reality. I just can't believe they somehow were able to pull an entire episode off like this. I mean, there's more people that I had wish I had seen sing um, in it. I wish everyone had just so that they could all share in that embarrassment. And it wasn't just so much Callie singing. But yeah, I don't really know what to say other than it was hard to watch. And I just don't know if I could ever see myself watching it again. Also, I know my roommates are never going to let me watch Grey's Anatomy in the living room again because they're scared that they're all going to be that bad. So... Thank you, Grey's Anatomy, for the musical episode. And I'm so happy you never did a second one. All right. Bye, Brie and Abby. So great to always listen to you every morning on my way to work. Peace. One step at a time. One step at a time.
Step one, you say we need to talk. He walks, you say sit down, it's just the talk. He smiles politely back at you. You stare politely. We're moving needle over the guide wire. All right, uh, track eight. How to save a life. This is another classic Grey song. I loved the fray also. Like when they oh, first you did. When, yeah. When, yeah, like when this song came yeah. out, it was on the radio. All the time. I think yeah. it still is. And I think I anyone liked listens it to the radio anymore. because of it playing on Grace. Was it in the Denny episode also? No. What episode was it in? Um, let's see. How to save a life Grace scene. I, we should know this. We have a podcast. Uh, I don't know. All the musical episode is just coming up. I'll have to look at two by twenty-two when Christina is starting the operation. So it's it's just like an operation, but it's, it's season two, episode twenty-one. Gotcha. So, um, okay, so. So Owen is singing it and Meredith and then everyone joins in. This is the first time Mark sings. A full ensemble. Yes. Yeah. Um, like you can really feel like we're trying to save Callie's life. This is like the one of the build up, the climax of yes. the episode. Everyone singing. Teddy sings. Yes. Um, like I think everyone in that room besides Christina sings. Yeah, actually, when Owen is singing, Christina's like, I is working hard and seems annoyed yeah. because she's like doing that thing, whatever it is, on Callie's body yeah. and shut the fuck up, Owen. Yeah, um, I said Mare redeems her singing quality because she um, doesn't have a chorus behind her, but I also said that she sounds annoyed while singing. She totally because she has a long bit to sing in the beginning. And she sounds like, and then I yeah. just want to be fucking done with this. Like, that's this like what- This is a fucking dumb episode. Yeah. yeah. The one part I really love though is Teddy sings the line. It's She has stepped back because Chief told her to. She sings the line, I lost a friend. And she's making total um, eye contact with Chief. And then it says the part, had I known how to save a life. And like in that moment, Teddy didn't, like no. Christina's doing it, not right. her. So I actually thought that was clever. That was really great. A GGB moment, yep. maybe. Um, yeah, I feel like this song was a very accessible song for people to sing. Yes. Um, Range-wise, and it's like kind of an easier song. And I think, so I think it sounded good. Yeah. And I think the song makes sense. And I like that it built. Yeah, and everyone was like, work, like, like you said, it, it wasn't really taking away from the story. People were still doing surgery. Right. People weren't singing to the camera. Right. Not like what's coming up. Yeah. Um, although what I will saying. say is I feel like while the singing is happening, I'm very confused about what's going on in surgery. Like medically? Yes. Yes, same. That's why I don't really know. Yeah. Um, and Callie, Spirit Callie's singing in the gallery. <laughs> yeah. Between Mark and Arizona. Yeah. And she puts her hand Ari on Arizona. Arizona's. Oh, she does? Yeah. Oh, because Arizona's hand is on the glass. And then Callie puts her hand on, Spirit Callie puts her hand on Arizona's. Which I thought was like such a lame moment, Arizona's hand being there. Like, yeah. I think it's because she was, if she'd been closer to it, 
But she yeah. was like very far, far away. I think they did that so then, oh, Callie could So part the CGI. Her. No, it wasn't. Yeah. She's not CGI. She's actually there. <laughs> she's, she's not a hologram. She's a hologram. So there's some great Mark and Arizona connecting moments here. They make a lot of eye contact and do a lot of nods. So the first one <laughs> is when the hand gets put on Arizona's hand. They look at each other because they're de- the baby's being delivered. Tiny fucking baby. Yep. And they look at each other, nod, and they both take off running. Yes. Which I now understand that was like Arizona being like, I should step in. I'm a pediatrician. Like, I'm a, yeah. this is my thing. Um, so Mark is standing over, sees his baby for the first time. Um, and it was interesting. Arizona in that moment is standing and she looks at human Callie, at baby, uh, like pauses. And I feel like it's like, she doesn't know where to go first. You know, I like, totally agree. Like, do I run to my soon to be wife or our child? Right. And always a child, man. She moves towards the baby. And also like, literally throws it together, puts on her scrub cap and starts operating and like finding a heartbeat in like, just like she, she fucking like pushed her emotions down and became her kick-ass doctor self. But she falls apart when she says, I have a heartbeat. I know, baby has a heartbeat and she just, ugh. And then Chief says, mom's heartbeat is strong. Yeah, and so Callie's fine, baby's fine. Well, not fine, yeah. but they're alive. alive. Yep. Um... And I thought, I thought it was great. I thought this was a great scene. I, um, after all of this happens, like after they kind of are done singing, uh, Mark ends up saying to Arizona, you're not nothing. Yes. He says, you're not nothing. We had a kid together. You're a mom. I'm a dad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, But then it's still sad because Arizona replies with, she has to wake up. Like, I think because they're kind of terrified, like, if she doesn't, we have to We have to raise this kid together. Right. Which is, like, would be very terrifying. Yeah. Um, Also... Okay, so then before we get into the next song, too, we have, should we just talk about the Meredith yeah. and Derek moment? This, to me, was one of the best Meredith acting breakdowns. Again, yes. oh, actually, wait, really quick. The How to Save a Life song portion, think about how much, how fucking powerful that would have been if there that song had just been playing and, like, this had all been happening. Like, if they hadn't been singing. Oh, they hadn't been singing. I see what you're, yeah. It just would have been so It good. would have been so much better. Yeah. So many more GGBs. Yeah. Instead of, Instead, you're kind of like still confused why everyone's singing in an OR. I still think it even could have been better if Spirit Callie hadn't been there. Yeah, Spirit Callie didn't need to be it's there. It's like Ghost Denny. It just takes me out of the story. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Okay, so so Dare, Dare. Mayor Dare. <laughs> are in the elevator and he can tell Mayor's having a breakdown. So he he does the thing where he pauses it again, which yeah. I, I love when they do that. Um, and she has this like the saddest like breakdown saying that like yesterday at the shower, I was jealous of Callie because they had a baby without even trying. And she says that part where she's like, I've been injecting myself, checking my temperature. My legs are up. Like, I don't know. It was just really sad. And like, and she still doesn't have a baby. Um, And then she's like, and uh, Callie got pregnant without even trying. And she's like, and then gets thrown through a windshield. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Right, yeah. She And then she plays that bite. That we yeah. Played. But I feel that, Meredith. Like, yeah. so what, what the fuck's the point to all of this? Right. It just made me really sad. And I don't know. I, I appreciate that what Derek, he doesn't say, like, he says to her, like, we will have a baby. Yeah. Like, some way, somehow. And he hugs her. I just thought that was, again, 
a great moment without music, thank God. Yeah, and I think it's a very human moment of like this extreme trauma happening. And I feel like that is such a human response to be like, what the fuck are we all doing here? And what there's so much pain right. and trauma. This fucking sucks and have a breakdown. And for Mare to admit being jealous. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and having And probably feelings. feeling super ashamed of that. Not like I was jealous of her. Now look where she's at. Right, exactly. Um we also find out before the song starts that the baby is only one pound, one ounce. I know. That's so tiny. That's so small. That's nothing. And unfortunately, we get a very close-up view of this fake baby. It can't be a real baby. That was not a real baby. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How who, did they Who's build? like on well, like here, a call with like my, my preemie, <laughs> like premature child and put them on Grey's Anatomy? No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh, all right. Moving No, on. we got to write. Oh, oh, my God. So sorry. Okay. So this is. This is a good one. Yeah. It didn't take us too far out. No. It was a good ensemble piece. Yeah. It was maybe like the defying gravity of this musical. Yes. Like it's yeah. the peak. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I can give it a 10. Though. I can't give it a 10. Like I can eight? give it an 8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I really, I don't feel confident giving yeah. it a 10. Yeah. But like an 8. I would say probably out of all of the songs. Well, I don't know. We'll get to that later. But yeah. I'll give it an 8. We're giving it an 8. Um... All right, here we go. Step on, you say we need to talk. You walk, you say sit down, it's just the talk. He smiles politely back at you. You stare politely right on through. Some sort of window to your right As he goes left and you go Between the lines of your You begin to wonder why you came Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere along In the bitterness and I would have stayed up with you all night had I known how to save a life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to hear this back, boy. I don't know who I really am. And they don't know what I've been through like you do. And I was made for you. Track nine, the story. This is our last track. It really went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Spirit Callie is coming home. <laughs> yeah, so Callie is singing to Callie again. Yeah. I wrote this. Like, is- really, Spirit Callie isn't just singing. She is putting on a goddamn show. I wrote, this is Broadway, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she is no longer... Callie Torres in Grey's Anatomy. She is no. Sarah Ramirez. Amen. Taking, Amen, sister. Taking her moment. This is the moment she has been waiting for for her entire life. I have that on there. Like, it is so obvious that Spirit Callie has left the building. Yes, it is, it is Sarah Ramirez. There are so many cut scenes on this bridge where yeah, Derek like, got shot. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, how many times did they film it and then they cut from different angles? Yeah. Um, she is whipping her hair back and forth. Her veins are popping out of her neck and her head. Right. Like, and to be fair, like, her singing is great. Like, I'm not knocking the song. It's her acting. It's like she's acting as if she's on a Broadway stage separated by, like, 40 feet from the audience. Yes. But she's on a television screen to three feet from my face. <laughs> like, it's it's a it's a little much. Um a little much? I would... Yeah. It's, it's a lot like, much. It, like, honestly, it, like, derails for me here, where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is going on? Right. And also, because human Callie's nowhere to be found. She's singing through the hallways. Do you think... <laughs> do you think Spirit Callie... I mean, wait, do you think Sarah Ramirez wanted to ask Shonda for that song? What if Spirit Callie came to Shonda and was like, I want to sing that song? Well, yeah. But, like, I bet she was like... I know which one I want to do at the end of the episode. Right. Brandy Carlisle, the story, because right. it's a great song. She, what really gets off for me, so like she's making her way to me, maybe like from the OR to, to the bridge, to Callie's room to basically wake human Callie up. Right. Like that's her purpose. And I get that maybe like to do that, she needs to have passion and she needs to mean it. Like she might only get one shot. <laughs> Because she's also like crying during it. Like, um, but I just, she, the way she grabs human Callie's ankles is, I told Brie the same way the shooter grabbed Bailey's <laughs> ankles. Like, it gave me as much fear. Imagine if you're laying in bed and someone fucking grabs your ankle. It's a horror movie. Like, yeah. we have slipped into horror. Yeah, it's it's gone too far. Um, She's also just like, she shakes she, the bed. Yeah, well, but before that, even when she's like, in the hallway. She's marching through the hallway. Yes. And then she like is singing so hard, she has to go backwards. Like, yes. She, oh, yes. Like, she, she, yes. She has a note where she is so moved by herself that she has to pull away. Right, because she's moving forward and then stops and moves backward. It is, it is too much. Before she gets to herself, though, I do think it's important that we talk about there's like she stopped singing. There's just some like background guitar, guitar riffs. Yeah, <laughs> where we, we see we see small baby. We see small baby. We have Jackson and Lexi. Yep, I don't like Jackson in this scene. No, he's like kind of irritated with Lexi again. Like I don't want. I don't think you're ready. Yeah, and she's like, let's go home, and they go home together. Whatever. And then we have Teddy breaking up with Christina. Yeah, she says that she can't teach her anymore. Because, and she says she can't teach her if she won't listen. Yes. And then she says, find someone else to learn from. Yeah. I said, Teddy just broke up with Christina. Then Callie walks backwards. Then she's shaking the bre- the bed. Grabbing screaming. <laughs> I said, scream singing yeah, at her so human self. Yep, yep. And then I said, I am afraid of spirit, Callie. <laughs> spirit, Callie, be gone. <laughs> Honestly, then she grabs her legs and Callie, human Callie opens her eyes. And I said, imagine waking up and seeing yourself scream singing in front of you. It would be like hell. Like you would be yeah. like, oh, it's a demon. <laughs> be like when you have sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what that yeah. would be. Like, why are you singing Brandy Carl? Right, me so while loud. holding my ankles. ankles. And also, like, Spirit Callie is crying. Like, we've hit an emotional, like— Spirit peak. Callie is off the Richter scale of emotion. <laughs> and as soon as Human Callie opens her eyes, I wrote, Spirit Callie has faded into the abyss. <laughs> the musical is over. <laughs> so we just needed— End scene. We just needed Human Callie to end it for us. We just needed Human Callie to wake the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. 
So like, I but s- it's so it's beautiful. so it's Callie in her brain. Okay, so you know in Thirty Rock, have you seen? I've never 30? seen it. Shit. Well, um, Kenneth. Like anytime they show Kenneth, like from his perspective, everyone's Muppets. Like, <laughs> so is everything a musical to, to Callie? Yeah. But it is also like the only thing that maybe that the why the musical thing could I could argue for it is that it only happens when human Callie's in a coma. Yes. It's not ever happening in like um like a normal day. Yeah. And it stops as soon as she's awake. Yes. And so it does make me think maybe they weren't actually singing at all, but to to Callie they, they were. They were. Right. Like maybe it's what she needed to get through to, it because Callie me Callie I said Calliope again. <laughs> Calliope. Cal- Calliope means song or singing. So that was the the key right. to coming through the accident. Right. Was she needed- music saved her life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I wonder- Wait, this is like, let's get deep here a second. Yeah. Music saved Callie's life. Right, because it was, yeah, like if, with, if they hadn't been singing through it, like I don't think that she would have been able to have been reached she couldn't hold on. Right. She was had go there away. not had Owen not been singing. Right. Yeah, he's he was telling her and then he told everyone to calm down. Like <laughs> and get straight. Right. Like I really feel like she knew what she wanted. She asked for it. She manifested it. And it was happening for her as a way to like get through this. Mm-hmm. This crazy trauma. The brain does crazy things. Yeah. During trauma. Yeah. Maybe it makes everything into a musical. That'd be fine. I'd be like, yeah. well, thank you. It Mark. would be very terrifying though to be like, why the fuck is everyone singing Or right maybe now? It, it was like, it made it more like unnatural, like less scary because it wasn't like she could focus on the wor- the music words instead of like all of the medical things we're hearing. So instead yeah. of hearing like, Drip five IV, but Bovi, she's hearing how to save a life. Yes. I like this. Wow. I think we solved the musical episode. <laughs> yeah, like I I get it a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah, because I think like, you know, we're like, oh, it's so confusing. Like I was hearing all of this at once, but maybe to Callie, like she needed something to distract her from the medical shit. Cause that's the only way. Yep. Well, I still don't get spirit, Callie. I don't know that I ever will. No. It's also, she wakes up and she tells Arizona yes. Yeah. She says yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll, marry I'll marry you. Yeah. Which I would hate to be filmed mm-hmm. laying in bed like that. Yeah. That dub chin. Dub chins. Yeah. <laughs> dub yes. chins yes. all day long. Yeah. Well, that's why, but it's okay because she got to have her like glam self next to it. Oh, yeah. So you could remind yourself that yeah. that's not what she really looks like. Right. Um. And so Arizona's face when she says yes is really cute, though. She yeah. like, can't believe she's awake and can't believe she remembers proposing. Yeah. What do we rate this story? Uh, again, <laughs> memorable. Um, but took me way out. It's like, okay, just the audio, I'll give it a seven or an eight. Like, real sure. good. Four. Yeah. It was too much. I think it was three for the, me. The grabbing the ankles was really scary. I just, when I watch it, I, I've gotten point when I used to watch it. I would laugh really hard. Yeah, like I've gotten past laughing where I'm just like, "What the fuck? Yeah, is this about? Yeah, I know." So I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Um, um, should we take a quick? Yeah, we have a few more things from our listeners, and then we're gonna come out with a, like a little bit of a closing statement, <laughs> a ceremony, a closing statement. <laughs> yeah. Hi, 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 hi. It's Liz 
from the on-call room facebook group i just realized why looking at the updates in the group that today's the last day that i can send my memo so i was like oh shit better send it on in mine is probably short and sweet because i hate the musical episode i literally skip it every single rewatch and i have rewatched oh a good 17 to 20 times no joke I wish I knew the actual number, because it might be more than that. I literally watch it and then start it back over. But anyways, I skipped the musical episode. I have seen it probably four or five times. Um, I know the very first time I watched it, I was just kind of like, why is this a thing? I hate musical episodes in any show. They're pointless. I don't want to fucking hear Owen sing. I hate him. It's just so stupid, and I feel like because of what was going on in the episode, it would have made more sense to not have it be a musical. (sighs) Musical episode stresses me out, and it stresses me out how many people love it, and I hate it so much, and I refuse, refuse, refuse to watch it. So it'll be interesting listening to the musical episode of the podcast. I'm sure I will love that, just not the episode. So that's my two cents. It's now one of my top five favorite Grey's episodes. It's enough that I I went and bought the soundtrack off of iTunes. And the story is my alarm clock in the morning because who doesn't want to wake up to Sarah Ramirez, you know, singing to you? So, love it or hate it. It is what it is. It's there. It's history. It's Grey's history. And, um... I don't know. Watch it again. Watch it with fresh eyes. Look at the pervy lyrics. My God. And hopefully, you know, maybe you can learn to enjoy it. If not, eh, whatever. It's not for everybody. But as a musical lover and as a music appreciation lover, um, yeah, it's one of my all-time favorites. I I think Shonda did a miraculous thing by bringing them all together and pulling this out of people who are not, that's not their comfort zone at all. But, uh, yeah, I love it. I'm sorry. I absolutely love it. And, um, yeah, maybe maybe we can get them to do another. I don't know. We made it. I'm surprised. <laughs> so am I. Um, we have one other uh, thought from a listener who sent in an email. This is Mary Jane. She says, here are my thoughts on the musical episode. I honestly thought the musical episode was so bad. However, <laughs> it could have been amazing with the music. That's kind of what we were saying. Like, yeah. Uh, when Owen starts singing and then Bailey, oh no, Lexi is so bad. And then Owen, Mare and Dare are laughing. They can't even get through it trying to act. They are like, this is the worst ever. <laughs> I've only seen that episode once and I'm glad I've only seen it once. That's the one episode I always make sure to skip. I refuse to watch it a second time. Thank refuse. you, Mary Jane. Thank you. Um. So this episode has a lot of notes and trivia. Yeah, so we're just going to go back and forth. You want to start? Sure. So this episode's title originated from the song, Song Beneath the Song, originally sung by Mariah Taylor. Or Maria? I don't know. Could be either. This episode scored 13.09 million viewers, which is 3 million more than the week before. Which is crazy. Yep. Um, it is a musical episode, which is why Patrick Dempsey jokingly referred to this episode as Glee MD. <laughs> oh. uh, an extended version of this episode can be found on the season seven DVD box. Let's watch that. I yeah. own it. This episode is the first appearance of Callie, Arizona, and Mark's daughter, Sophia Robin Sloan Torres. What a name. What a name. This episode marks the last appearance of Addison Montgomery in the present timeline of Grey's Anatomy. Interesting. Oh, the last one. Yeah, so that's what I mean. She doesn't come back. Yeah. 
Sandra O, oh, James Pickens Jr., and Patrick Dempsey and Jesse Williams are the only main actors in Grey's that do not sing in this episode. Additionally, guest stars Kate Walsh and Rachel Taylor also did not sing. Is that Lucy, I think? Rachel I, Yeah. Oh, I think she's singing, girl, you got me. Oh, she did? Yeah. Maybe okay. not. Maybe um. not. Um, Okay, so this is cool. Every song sung in this episode has appeared in an earlier episode. Yes. So Chasing Cars was on Losing My Religion. This is funny because it's like two song names. Yeah, Breathe 2 a.m. was in As We Know It. How We Operate was in Deterioration of the Flight or Flight... Fight or flight response. (laughs) Wait was in The First Cut is the Deepest. Running on Sunshine is from I Am a Tree. Universe and You was in... Oh, the same thing. Deterioration of... The flight fight or flight response. Uh, Grace was in Losing My Religion. How to Save a Life was in Superstition. And The Story was in Every Moment Counts, a season three special episode. Um, those are almost, besides, I bet those are all within the first three seasons. I think they are because those are all classic oh, well, I songs too. I was going to say we're in, yeah, but like they're, yeah, they're just like very iconic. I think they're in like the first two seasons, honestly. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of this episode, Mark is shown completing a mandibular repair, a two to four hour surgery, before he finds out about the accident. However, in the previous episode, he sent Callie a text just minutes before the accident, indicating that he wasn't in surgery at that point. However, it is possible that due to being trapped in the windshield, Callie had a prolonged extraction time, Ooh. accounting for the extra time. Also, surgeons have been shown to have nurses send texts with their phones. So it is possible Mark had a nurse text Kelly. Jesus Christ. They solved that problem. Yeah, I don't even think that needed to be a note. No. According to the production manager, Chris Hayden, this was one of the most expensive episodes because of all the extra rehearsals and the additional music crew. Was the money well spent? Chris, what do you say? (laughs) This episode runs in parallel with private practices, the hardest part. Because of Lucy's little experience in maternal fetal traumas, Addison was called in by Richard. In a deleted scene, Addison chastised Lucy Lucy for not handling the trauma appropriately and failing to give steroids to the fetus to encourage lung development should a premature delivery by C-section occur. Lucy admits that she admires Addison and her career but was not prepared for this case. Addison then tells Lucy to get experience and ultimately throws her out of the ICU. That scene was in the show, so maybe the ones on Netflix include the full Yeah, interesting. It should be noted that administering steroids for lung maturation is pretty basic knowledge and not at all limited to the trauma setting of the specialty. So Lucy's failing to do so is actually a pretty grave error. Jesus, Lucy. And the songs from this episode, plus a few others, were later performed live by the cast at the Songs Beneath the Show. They also, you can find that on YouTube, (coughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think we've watched a little bit of it. Yep. Maybe we can put a link in the show notes. Yeah, Yeah. if you want to. Get yeah. down on that. Yeah. Um, we are going to give the Catherine Fox Award to a song. Yes. Not a person. Because the person would have to be Sarah Ramirez. <laughs> like, it would have to be Spirit Kelly. Not even Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe Human Kelly. Because she didn't sing. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Um, so we are giving the Catherine Fox Award to... Chasing Cars. It's where it all begins. Yeah. Even like when the episode starts before they actually sing it. What does she say? Like. No. Nobody knows where we might. Oh, wait. That's wait, that. no, that's... Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she sings the Grey's theme song. Yeah, she sure does, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it is the first song. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, neither did I until I literally just sang that. We both went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not chasing cars? No. Um, okay, but either way, it starts with that. 
And we have that beautiful medley with Owen, Bailey. And Callie. Spirit Callie. Spirit Callie singing. And Callie, human Callie's performance is so great. Yeah, she's She looks struggling. so scared and everyone's running there. And we're like, shit, this, we're like, buckle up. Right. We're going deep into a musical. Right. Starting now. now. Yep. So. Um, I just want to thank the musical episode. Thank you. Not for, I don't know what I felt at the time, but it has given our podcast so much, like listeners have been talking about it for a long time. Yes. And it's it's one of those things that people feel strong, like there's no gray. There really is no gray. You either really hate it or you really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can kind of be indifferent about I it. I think I'm indifferent. That's kind of how I'm feeling today about it right, at least. right. We should probably rate it. Okay, like the episode? Yeah. This is hard because the story that happens and the moment. The story is like a 10 for me. Yeah, it's like, it's very intense. Yeah. But the music part brings it down to me. But I still think, like, I think you can't skip this one. No, it's a very important part of Callie's story. You have Arizona and Mark finally, like, well, fighting and then putting aside their differences. You have Sophia being born. You have... Like, Meredith giving her real feelings about not being able to get pregnant. Teddy breaks up with Christina. Christina. Yep. Um, uh, Jackson and Lexi, not much really is worth whatever, but. Um, Lucy and Karev. Right, right. Addison. Yeah. Fucking Addison coming back. Um, But I just think for, like, the Mark, Callie, Arizona, like, thruple, you have to see it. Right. You can't skip it. No. I mean, if you've seen it before. You can skip it in a watch through, but right, but not the first time. You no. have to watch it. You you are you we. Are everyone had to do it. You have to do it. Yep. So um, I still think though. I feel bad. I I can't believe I'm doing this. I think I'm going to give it an eight. Eight scalpels because uh, because of those things and that Meredith elevator scene was just really like give me GGBs. I think I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. You know, I was thinking about it all day and I was planning on giving it a five, Ooh. but rewatching it today, it's okay. It's terrible. Yes, they shouldn't have done it. They, it. It was a terrible choice on their part. But for what it is, I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like they could have been all <coughs> all really bad at singing. Yes. Like, uh, who let's, who is the best singer? I think probably Sarah Ramirez. Yeah. But Bailey, Bailey is a was, very close second. She just doesn't have as many moments to shine. Yes, I thought Bailey was wonderful. And I Owen isn't... That Terrible. Bad. Yeah. Amazing that he can hide his Scottish accent. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So imagine what he sounds like Scottish singing. Yeah. Could you sing in the Scottish? I wish that accent? they just made Owen Scottish. I yeah, like that would more. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah. Um, I also just want to thank all of our listeners who joined in. Yes, and it was sent, so fun. Sent um we had people, you know, playing music and writing limericks and singing and um giving their opinions. And this episode would be nothing without all of your thoughts. And so we're just really grateful that you all did that. Yeah. We it made it something very special. We've been looking forward to it a long time. And even though you probably weren't what I was like, we were talking about maybe we'll just end the podcast now. Yeah. But we're not Who knows going if to. we'll be back next week. <laughs> like like Callie, like Spirit Callie, when Human Callie opens her eyes, Spirit Callie disappears, and we are opening our eyes from this musical episode. Right. Abby and I might just disappear. We just might never. Our return. spirits might just float away. 
Or we might be like Derek, who appears in the cl- the clouds and then the clouds dissipate. Yeah. Who knows? Stay tuned next week <laughs> yeah. to see if we show up or not. Um, thank you so much, listeners. We love you. This has been really fun. Please share this episode with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we put a lot of time and production into this, more than we ever have before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 6.40. I got to Bree's house at like 1.30. Yeah. Um, And it's just been really fun and we're just really thankful and we worked this hard on it because we really like you guys and we wanted to give you something fun. So if you think you have a friend that would laugh at this, please share it with them. Yeah. Um, And as always, if you want to help out the podcast, go to patreon.com slash the on call room or follow us on Instagram at the on call room pod. Or if you or just, yeah, pod. Or if you want to leave us a review after this, if you're like, fuck, man, they suck. Or really you love us, then please leave us a review. We'd love to see it. Um, Five scalpels only, please. (laughs) <laughs> even if you think we suck five, five scalpels only um, you want to call time of death? I'll call time of death I just feel it feels like an end of an era yeah this feels like a really important moment that I think we should just take a breath yeah you didn't just, get my reference yeah oh the song oh yeah I was about to sing it but then oh, I couldn't cool. remember how it started 2am and she calls me I just slip into a country away. singer when I don't know how to sing <laughs> I loved that Anna Nalik CD. Yeah. Why don't What's you, your favorite song? Why don't you give us a little rendition What's your right favorite now, song? I've been trying to get Abby to sing I'm not on going this to. episode. I sing terrible. What's your favorite song? Not the Grey's version, but the, the real life song. Grace. Oh, yeah. Same. For yeah, sure. Definitely. And then the story with Brandi Carlisle's version. You don't want Sarah Ramirez. <laughs> she, can, she can. She can get out of my house. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Time of death. 1841. Beep. Beep.